Hey, it's Trevor G. Blake from trevorgblake.com and uh, I hope you all had a fantastic festivities and not surprisingly after the festivities and into January I get a lot of emails and texts and things from people asking me you know can I help them deal with levels of stress in their life that have you know, been caused by all, all manner of reason and uh, first of all I have to say it, yeah, I'm, I'm always a little reluctant to go publicly with dealing with stress because I'm not a doctor I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist and people can have really serious issues that need medical intervention and need professional help. So if you feel you're one of those, please go and seek professional advice. I can only give, um, I can only give my opinion based upon how I handle it as an entrepreneur and somebody who understands a little bit about quantum physics and, and how our interaction with energy can change the outcomes in our life. And stress is just another form of energy converted into another, another emotion. So everything's energy. And energy can only be converted into another form. It can't be created or, or destroyed. So you can't kill stress. You can't destroy or eradicate stress. You have to find a way to change it, typically by changing your reaction. And that's probably the essence of, of, of this video. And the third reason I'm probably a little more reluctant to talk about it publicly is because I have a contrarian view of stress. So I think no matter where you go, if you talk to the media or you talk to medical professionals or uh, you talk to your family and friends, and so you, you'll hear people say stress is bad. And you should be against it and you need less of it in your life. And the truth is, we hear so many, from so many sources, we, we hear an attitude of being against stress that it makes us more stress. So, you know, I can, I can read a book by a neuroautonomist that can tell me that stress causes a, a cascade of hormones, especially cortisol, that if I maintain my attention to the source of the stress, let's say, for instance, uh, sensational news headlines, you know, death counts for COVID and stuff like that. If I pay attention to that, you know, for 30 minutes or more, then those chemicals are going to come through my body and get into my brain and they're going to kill my brain cells. Now, knowing that fact, do you feel less stressful or more stressful? Well, personally, I feel more stressful, right? Because, the, because now not only do I know that this process is happening, but I start to beat myself up because I'm thinking, oh my God, I feel guilty. I feel bad that I feel stressed. I feel it's wrong to feel stressed. I feel, you know, I, I get this, especially as someone who's a, a, a business coach and a, and a teacher of metaphysics. You know, people look at their heroes and, and, and think, oh, well, they, they've, they've got it nailed down. They, they, they can't possibly be stressed. But I get stressed as, as much as anybody, but I've got tools and techniques to deal with it. And that's, that's the key thing. And so, you know, you don't need me to stand on stage in my Armani suit and pace up and down in my tie. And what's more stressful than that? First of all, watching me pace up and down on a stage in my Armani suit. But what's more stressful than the man having to wear a knot around his breathing apparatus? The one place where he needs to be able to deep, breathe deeply and calm down to help him figure out and deal with his situation of stress. What do we do? We put him in a tight-fitting suit and we tie a knot around his neck and put him on stage and say, now calm down. <laughs> it's just, it's, the world is insane when you think about it sometimes. So here's a good piece of advice. This is my best advice to any man who's suffering from stress. I do not own a suit or a tie, and I haven't for decades. Well, as you can tell, and it's very stress relieving. I have some jackets because I like sports jackets, but that's, you know, just a fashion thing. It's got nothing to do with stress or anything. So if you're able to cut up your suit and destroy your ties, 
and half the stress you experience in your life will probably go away. So it's a bit of silly advice, but I think you get the you get the the, the kind of message. So you know we all we get all of these sorts of sources of stress. It can be watching the media, but it can also be really silly, silly human stuff when you think about it. And I get it too. Okay, so I'm not saying you're being silly and I'm not and I'm superior. No, I get it too. Okay, I can send someone a WhatsApp message, and I know because it's got two blue check marks on it that they they've received it, but they haven't responded. Now, have, why haven't they responded? They haven't responded because they don't like me anymore. I mean, you know, so these crazy stuff goes in your head and we get more and more stressed about it. And so it just gets, it gets silly. And, and, and we also know that by doing these things and, and worrying about these things and stressing ourselves about these things, that we feel bad about ourselves. And all that is going to do is increase the stress. We start to feel guilty. And we start to kind of flagellate ourselves a little bit mentally. And that's not going to help. Contrary to what you will read in a lot of um, pseudoscience websites and YouTubes and other things too, stress can actually be a really good thing. What matters is not the fact that you have stress, because stress should show us that you're human, it shows that we care. Stress can also increase hormones that we need, like dopamine and adrenaline. It depends what situation we're, we're facing, okay? so. You know, if I'm if I'm if I'm preparing for and don't laugh an athletic event, <laughs> right? And I'm nervous and I've got the jitters, then I think stress is a good thing because I think it's going to increase my adrenaline. It's going to make me a little bit jittery. It's going to make me and you know why? Because it makes me want to do better, to perform better, and that kind of stress is quite good. At least I think so. I've read so much science about it. The science says it's good. I've read so many athletes say the same thing. Like uh, Rory McIlroy, I remember one time he said, you know, it's always good to be a bit nervous because it shows that you want it. And it's very natural. And I've always found that in business. So you show me a want-to-be entrepreneur who's presenting what they think is the best thing in the world. And they're brilliantly, a brilliant presenter. And they're calm. And they're in control. I am completely unmoved by them. But you show somebody who I can tell is nervous by the body language, by the blinking of the eyes and the little shake of the hand and the, the, the top, top chest breathing. And they trip over the words as they're presenting and they fumble it all up and the, the, the clipboard falls over or whatever, or whatever, whatever happens in these situations. But I can feel and hear their passion. Then I'm moved by it and I'm interested. So in certain situations, stress is, is actually a, a, a pretty good thing, getting those sort of pre-performance jitters before you get on stage and you're in a Marnie suit and you tie. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably a good thing because it increases good hormones, okay? So the question is, you know, so, so how do you tell the difference? So here's my first bit of advice. And it's not, you know, I mean, if, if, if you read the pseudoscience all nonsense, they're going to say, well, you need to eat properly. You need to cut down your drinking. You need to get plenty of exercise and you need to meditate. We all know that. We're not two years old. <laughs> it's okay. We've been told that a thousand times. We know it. Okay. And then the fact that we drank too much, ate bad food over Christmas, didn't meditate as much as we should have done. And it was raining or snowing. We didn't go outside, but we knew we should have done. That's just added more stress to the stress. And we all know without being told. That watching shoot 'em up videos and movies is bad for us. Watching crap reality TV, if you don't, if you if you take it seriously, that's going to increase your stress because it's all about you know being bitchy about each other and all the rest of it, and that 
kind of you, you 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 fuse it when you're watching TV. You're not watching it. Most people think it's away from me, it's far from me, but it's not. It's, your brain can't tell the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So th- what what you watch on TV or what you listen to on the radio, what you read is really important because your brain can't tell the difference. So if you're reading stuff, you read a lot of horror, and you watch a lot of shoot 'em up movies, and you watch news headlines. Yeah, that's gonna seize. That's gonna seep into your system, into your mentality, and your brain is not gonna know the difference between the fact that that's out there, and nothing is really going on here, but it's imagining that it's you. You're in all of those situations. That creates cortisol. That creates the hormones that you don't swimming around your circulation and getting into your brain. So it's very simple just to cut it out. I mean, I say switch it off. That's probably a bit extreme, but it's 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 not difficult to say. You know, instead of watching. Um, you know, a Chainsaw Massacre movie this afternoon, or, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch Wizard of Oz. You know, that's not hard. No one can say, oh, I couldn't figure that out. I couldn't make myself do it, okay? And it's not hard to say, you know, I really want to know what's going on in the world. I'll watch a neutral news programme, but I'll only watch it for five minutes. Because believe me, you've got in five minutes everything you need to know, because they start off with a list of things they're going to tell you, a list of things they're going to terrify you with, Okay. And so you've got the headlines. And so that's fine. Okay, so that's the first thing. So the, the second thing is, though, in yourself is to recognize how much stress you have in your life and what are the sources of the stress. And this is, I say this to, in almost everything, every tool and technique that I promote through my course transformation, through my books, Three Simple Steps and Secrets to a Successful Startup. The foundation of magic is the ability to observe objectively. And that's particularly true when we're observing ourselves. It's to look in a mirror and recognize that you are a spectacular, incredible person having, having the potential of an amazing life, but in some ways we're behaving or doing things or thinking things or reacting to things in a way that's not in our best interest. That's the seek, that's the pass, all there is to it, the power of, of magic observation. And so whenever I recommend tools and techniques and in transformation, there's, there's, I mean, I've lost count because I keep adding. So there must be 50 to 60 tools and techniques through uh, how we transform ourselves from the life that we feel we don't want anymore to the life that we really want, the one we felt we were born to have. And, and um, one of the you know, main tools and techniques is to, is to start, or in every tool and technique, the main thing is to start with a period of observation. Let's see how much this is happening in my life. And so you can do it privately and no one needs to know. But you just think through the day, something happens and, you, and it makes you go stressed. Okay? You can recognize it in yourself. Breathing changes. Your heart pounds a little bit more. You start to worry. You start to think negatively. Did I do the right thing? Did I say the right thing? Did I make a fool of myself? Does he like me? Does she like me? All of these things. Does my boss trust me? Does my boss like me? All these things. Count them. Right? Just give a check mark, okay? The number of times. And it just gives you a balance, okay? But then also count the number of times that you're laughing and someone says something really loving to you and you're saying something loving to them and you're forgiving somebody and you're being nice to somebody and being kind and don't falsify it just do an ordinary sort of day and then check check mark it and if the balance comes out 50 50 you're, you're in good shape because you've got the good hormones and the bad hormones cancelling each other out there's no, no problem whatsoever if you then choose to do a little bit more of the good stuff and a little bit less and it really is a tiny change you have to make um your life changes completely so that's so, so that's my my number one thing is is to sort of recognize the sort of stresses in your life, where they are, who they are, um, and your reaction to it. And that's 80% of the secret to success in any of the um, teachings that I do is is recognition, uh, observation, 
recognizing it and then reacting slightly differently occasionally. Nothing more to it than that. If you want to know more, go to trevorgblake.com or go to transformation. Um, so that's observation. The second thing is own your stress. Don't be afraid to own it. So, so there's a beautiful metaphor that talks about, you know, climbing Mount Everest and that, you know, you could think about going climbing Mount Everest. I'm going to have some really cold and dark nights and that's going to stress you out. But then you have to say to yourself, hang on a sec, it's Mount Everest. Of course it's got cold and dark nights. I'm climbing Mount Everest for goodness sake. So I'm going to experience cold, dark nights on the way up. And it's a metaphor for life. Wouldn't life be so incredibly boring if we went through it stress-free? Everything was honky-dory. Now, I have been quoted in the past to say that I think life is supposed to be a joyful experience. It is. But I don't, really don't want to fool anybody, including myself, into thinking that it's stress-free. Or that you can go through it without worrying. Because I think it shows that we're, you know, we're human. I mean, can you honestly raise a baby stress-free? Can you build a company stress-free? No, you can't. So again, I have to talk from an entrepreneurial standpoint. I have tools and techniques that can allow us to come up with a winning idea and then convert that winning idea into a, in, into a real, impactful, successful, highly profitable company. I've done it over and over. It's not difficult. It's like all magic, it's amazingly simple. And there's tools and techniques for it. And actually using those tools and techniques, now I think about it, reduces the stress because you have a confidence. Being successful in business is all about self-confidence. And, and so, so you have, when, when, you, you, when you have these tools and techniques that are proven and you, and you can use them um, and you have a little bit of practice with them, then that really does reduce the stress actually because you have this confidence in the process. And, and a little bit of faith but 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 at the very beginning there's no doubt that when you start you're full of these stresses of you know um, am I making a fool of myself again um, do I have enough money do I have the right contacts have I got the right experience um, has somebody already done this and I don't know about it all of these things go through your head and that's perfectly normal because those are stresses that are actually good for you and why are they good for you because you go through a business planning process and those are the questions you have to be answering in the business planning process you must be. You should be worried whether your customer likes what you what you're planning to, to 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 provide for them. You should be worried about whether the vendors are good enough to do the job. Whether the manufacturer can actually manufacture. You should be worried about whether you can make your forecast and make your budgets. That's perfectly normal. That's human, and it's particularly human for being an entrepreneur. It's part of being an entrepreneur. The question is: Do you let that overwhelm you to the point of paralysis, or do you recognize it? First of all, recognize that you're worrying too much, and secondly, own that worry. Okay, I own that worry because it's a business that I really want and I want to put together. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to react to it very slightly differently. And the way I'm going to react to it is my third step. So the first is becoming aware. The second is owning it. And the third for me is to use that. So now that I'm aware of what my stresses and my sources are, and two, I'm owning it, saying that this is, okay, this is acceptable given what I'm trying to achieve. So I'm not beating myself up, which makes the stress worse. I'm not hating myself. And I don't look in the mirror worrying about failure or feeling of failure, which is one of the biggest stresses in life for most people. I know it's part of the process. So I've observed it, I've become aware of it, I've owned it, and third, I'm gonna use it. And the way I use it is, is to, to use a, a phrase that, and I don't know where it comes from historically, who used it, but my mum used to use with me all the time. And she used to say, a trouble shared is a trouble halved. And she used to particularly say it to me because I was notorious as a kid for bottling things up inside me. 
uh, getting bullied at school, I you know, wouldn't tell anybody because I was ashamed. Um, underperforming in exams, probably related, but I didn't know, I wasn't smart enough to know that at the time. You know, I would try and hide that from, from people. Um, you know, girls not liking me. I'd try to pretend girls liked me. You know, I'd, I would have these kind of, I know I'm not talking about childhood now, but I'm giving the reasons why my mum would come to me and say, a trouble shared is a troubled heart, because she was a good mum, of course. Like all mums, most mums are. She recognised that something's not quite right with this kid. He's bottling it up. He's not sharing. He's not. There's no emotion coming out from him. He's, he's, he keeps saying everything's fine. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, leave me alone. Stop bullying. Stop fussing. You know that type of thing. Although I never said that to my mom, but I, what was coming? The sort of attitude was was that that was the attitude, and she would encourage me to share, and I've remembered it, and I've used it in every aspect of my life. I still bottle up, but eventually I'll heal myself. Heal myself bottling up. And my my wife uh, Lynn was brilliant at this. She she would say, "Tell me, tell me." And I go, and I wouldn't tell her because I didn't want to worry her that things weren't going as magically as I'd already told her they were going to, and and I knew that I was trying to achieve something sometimes, you know, to make her proud of me, and and it wasn't going the way I, I thought it should go because I was not following my own advice and not letting life fill in the details. I've learned this over decades, right, how to do it, but I was I didn't I wasn't born with knowing how to do it. I've learned, and that's what I pass on in my teachings with transformation. And three simple steps, and so and, and secrets to a successful startup. And I keep mentioning those um, titles because most people don't know me. And I want you to go to trevorgblake.com and I, I want you to get to know me. I want you to go down those rabbit holes. Um, and I want this message to spread as far as possible. So while I'm talking, please also hit the subscribe button because that uses an algorithm that spreads the message. So sometimes I forget to ask for that, but a good business person always asks for the business, always asks for the sale. So please hit the subscribe button. And please, if you like this topic, give a thumbs up. I don't care whether you like me or not. So don't give a thumbs down because you don't like me or you don't like the colour of my wall or or, or, or anything like that. Um, or you don't like a bow and arrow, but this is a hunter's bow and arrow and it's genuine. It's, it's uh, given to me by a, a Cherokee chief, free as a gift and as a guide. And uh, so um, anyway, so back to a trouble shared is a trouble halved. And so through, through my life, when I have these personal problems, my wife would say, come on, out with it, come on, out with it. And eventually I'll come out with it. And I can't tell you how much better and how much less stressed and how much um, less overwhelming the issue seemed to be just because I was talking about it. And I would talk to Lynn about it. And sometimes those talks would go on for hours. We went to the early hours of the morning. And it's like it just went away. And, it, and eventually it did just go away. And I didn't have to do a thing. And so I used to do, eventually I would, my mum would get this out to me and I'd, I'd tell her a little bit about what was going on and she would always have some motherly advice. And I just felt 100% better for sharing it. And so I think this is good advice. You know, you, you become aware of the stress in your life. You take ownership of it. You don't get afraid of it because some stress is good and you just, you just you know, react to it slightly differently. And then if you feel really, really weighed down by what it is that's worrying you and stressing you out, you've shared it with somebody. And, you know, there are different ways of doing that. Obviously, you can share it with a, a, a you know, a, a psychologist if, if you want, um, or an empath or a healer. It's just someone that has no vested interest in, in, in the good or bad as they might judge it, you know, just like you can get it out. You feel 100% better. You can share it at trevorgblake.com. Um, you know, you can go to my guild and the guild, we share all of this stuff. And we, we try to pick you know, best practices and ways to react differently. And, it, and it's very uh, rewarding and very inspiring for everyone. Um, but you can also share with friends and family. And, and people just don't do that enough. 
Um, I, I, maybe I was just a lucky guy that I had a, a, a mum who could listen and a wife who could really listen and advise. Not everybody has that situation, I understand. But if you do, take advantage of it. And if you don't, you know, just find another place to go where you can share. You'd be amazed when you, when you sit down with a friend and you don't want to worry them about something and you say, no, I just got to talk to somebody. And then it comes out and all the pressure of it, all of that, all of that sort of stress, all of that cortisol just disappears just by sharing it. So that's my somewhat contrarian advice to stress. First of all, there's nothing wrong with it. Secondly, we all have it. Thirdly, it shows you human and you care. So be kind to yourself. And then the three tools, do a little exercise, practice, see, let, you know, make, make, a, make an observation of how much stress do I have in life and what are the sources, and, and then make a decision about whether you want to change any of that, some, especially some of that input that you're getting from, from media and stuff like that, or from, from you know, complainers at work and things. That's a really stressful source for me. I treat complainers like, uh, like smokers, get out. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, so own it, uh, and then use it by sharing it with somebody. So that's it. So uh, thank you again for watching. It's Trevor G. Blake from trevorgblake.com. And uh, I hope this helps relieve some of the stress that you think that you have in your life, that you think is bad. There's no such thing. It's only bad if you decide to be against it. If you're for it, then it's normal, that it's human, then the stress itself diminishes.